pursue your purpose, speak your truth, deal with adult bullies, cope with failure, live beyond fear, establish values, set boundaries, move past trauma. These are all the themes in my Amazon bestseller, The Smart Girls Handbook. Tribers get in close. For 15 years, I have been searching for a book that didn't exist. So I am thrilled to share that I decided to write it. The Smart Girls Handbook is available to buy now from wherever you get your books and also in Canada, the United States of America, New Zealand and Australia. Everything we do is a response to something you have asked for and girl, have you been begging me for a book for years? Who is it for you? The reviews are outstanding. The press has been phenomenal and I am overwhelmed by the amazing support it has had already. This isn't my book, but our book. I realised after my talks around the world, women would be queuing for hours just to ask me one question. I didn't want them to just walk away, but to have a tangible source to have forever. And this is it. This is refreshing, never before read content that will inspire, motivate, empower, inform and entertain you. It's full of my personal development tips that have got me living as my most authentic and highest self, literally glowing from within. My most vulnerable moments and hilarious stories that will resonate with you. The Smart Girls Handbook is a celebration of womanhood and the book missing from your library. So grab your copy today, tag me on Instagram at smartgirltribe and I will send you an exclusive gift just to say thank you. Hello Smart Girls. I am back with another solo episode. In my life, I have gone through three major breakups and each breakup was entirely different. So today I thought I would share how I healed my heart after the latest breakup throughout that period after having been in my most grown up relationship if you like, for four years. This is a question, how I healed my heart, that I'm asked about a lot. And I have to be honest, I do agree with you. I think from what I've heard, there is, and I've seen it, there is a lot of content out there which promotes the idea of you've gone through this breakup, now you're stronger, girl power, block your ex, when really I want to promote the idea of centering yourself and healing yourself, looking inward. One thing that got me through that first period of the breakup was holding on to who I wanted to be on the other side of the breakup. I didn't want to look back after months thinking or wishing I had done it differently. So because of that, as soon as it happened, I really leaned into the breakup. I started looking into content, but I have to be honest, I didn't find the content that I was looking for. And I know that some of you feel the same way. So because of that, I'm hoping that you're able to get something out of today, something maybe refreshing that you haven't really heard of before. I think one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself during this period is a vision for the future, a vision of things being better. There is a lot of content out there which focuses on dealing with a breakup 
or surviving a breakup. And as horrible as a breakup can be, I want to promote the idea that actually you can come out of the other side a better, more empowered woman. When you are going through a breakup or if a relationship is ending, it's very easy to focus on the negative. And because obviously if the relationship was going that well, you would be staying in it. So it's really easy to focus on the negative things that your inner critic tells you, that you're not worthy of love, that this is yet another relationship that you have failed somehow. And I really want to turn just that whole concept on its head. First of all, the thing that I did which was probably quite different to my other relationships, is I gave myself the time to heal. I actively gave myself the space to process this breakup, really look at myself. So what exactly did healing look like for me? It was journaling, journaling all of my emotions, writing them down, It was also leaning into my emotions. So I allowed myself to cry for however long I wanted to. And that massively helped because it was the first time during one of my breakups that I wasn't thinking, okay, time to put on my helmet, time to put on my work boots and just concentrate on moving forward. It was the first time I actually emotionally almost gave myself a hug and said, okay, we're going to go through this, but right now we're going to take space and heal and cry for as long as needed. And that's helped. And I was talking to one of my girlfriends about this. That helped because I cried for a few hours the day and the day after it happened. But then, honestly, it was though I had no more tears left. It was though they'd gone, like I had emptied out the tank and that felt very cathartic in a way. So I gave myself the time to process my emotions. The other things that I did, so almost tangible advice, I started walking a lot and for miles. That was something, walking has never really particularly been something I've been into. I've never really been a walker. I have been a runner before and I have loved exercising outside, but I've never spent hours and hours, half a day, you know, three hours, whatever it may be, just walking, sometimes with headphones, sometimes without. And it wasn't necessarily an exercise to think about this person or to think about the breakup. It was more that I wanted fresh air every single day because I found it very soothing. So walking was a huge helper for me. Another thing which is probably quite random 
is I would have a bath every evening. So I'm someone who showers twice a day and I started replacing my evening showers with um, a bath with salts in without any music. I have listened to meditations while in a bath before and I've really enjoyed them but throughout this breakup I didn't feel the need. Again, very similar to the walking, it wasn't something that I intentionally did to think about the breakup or because sometimes when you're walking you can just get lost or you know if you're having a bath you can just get lost in your thoughts. It wasn't an intentional act, but I found both of those things very soothing, especially with the bath salts. Another thing I would recommend, which is actually something that I do anyway, is I have a really lovely nighttime routine. I have a mask, an eye mask, when I sleep. I have a spray which I spray on my pillow before I sleep. I sleep with a silk pillowcase and I also have a nighttime tea before I go to sleep. And this is a little nighttime routine that prior to the breakup I had been already practicing for months and months and months. But when I have shared that, people have really enjoyed that advice when they're going through a healing or grieving a period of grief so I would strongly recommend that because being someone who has anxiety I have found my nighttime routine to be a lovely way to decompress and to look inward and also I don't spend the last so the last hour before I go to sleep. I don't look at a screen, I don't watch television and I'm not on my phone either. I spend that time reading. People often are quite surprised when they hear that I read every single day and I do but if you get into the habit of going to bed an hour earlier, even half an hour or 20 minutes earlier, you can start being that person too. You can give yourself just some self-care time to read an actual book rather than scrolling mindlessly on Instagram or anything similar. I took the time during my breakup to ask myself who did I want to be? Not even necessarily after this breakup but who did I, on the other side of it, on the other side of healing, who did I want to be? Who did I want to come out as? And I found that an activity, I found it to be a lot of fun, if I'm honest, because I started getting really specific. During this breakup period, I just started having fun with it. And I started thinking, what does, what do I want my career to look like once I've healed from this? And you can't measure a breakup in time but I thought what do I want my career to look like but even other things such as how do I want to be dressing after this 
healing period, I went out and something that really cheered me up was I got a couple of new outfits, which as soon as I tried them on, I just fell in love with them. And it was just a different um, style for me. And that was something I really enjoyed. I wrote a list of the places that I would like to travel to one day. And I also wrote a bucket list. I have never done these things before, but I constantly kept my mind on this idea, this vision that I had for myself. I do find, and this isn't talking about my breakup, but from having spoken to so many of my girlfriends and having listened to breakup podcasts, having interviewed experts even prior to mine, one thing I have found is often we can, because of my partner, my former partner's career and my career, we managed to have two separate lives. So I can't say I found this necessarily with us, but I know that a lot of friends who have, that you can find yourself shutting off parts of yourself to accommodate a partner. For instance, perhaps you're really into romantic comedies, but because a guy or the guy you're seeing, again, a blanket, it's a blanket statement, maybe he isn't into romantic comedies, so you have found yourself not watching them or not going to the cinema. And I have heard this a lot, or maybe you don't listen to the music that, or you stopped listening to the music that you really enjoyed to accommodate the person that you were with. So I would say really take this time as an opportunity to explore the parts of you that you have shut off to please your partner. From what I have read, I have come to understand that more often than not, we're looking for things in a partner that are things we want to have in ourselves. We're actually very selfish human beings. And this is why we are attracted to particular people, because they have something that we subconsciously identify as something or a trait we would like to have, a quality that we too would like to possess. So another thing that I would recommend is write a list. See this as you time. This is your time for yourself because the very special thing about going from being in a break, uh, being in a relationship to becoming single and going through a breakup is it's just a moment in time and you have no idea how long this moment is going to last. It could last three months. It could last three years. You have no idea. So you really need to take advantage of it as soon as it happens because you don't know when you're not going to be a single person anymore. So I would recommend you write a list of your ideal partner, the most wonderful traits that they have, and then ask yourself if you possess those traits, if you possess those qualities. Because another thing I have noticed 
as well is often we are attracted to people and this happens when we are dating we are sometimes attracted to people because of who they perceive us to be so they will see us as smart or funny or sexy kind generous and we will want to be with them because we feel that they bring that out of us or that's how they see us so write this list ask yourself if you possess these qualities and then if you don't maybe explore different ways or carry out ways exercises for you to become so that person so if you're looking for a partner who is kind and that is a quality that you would love to possess you would love for someone to describe you as kind maybe sign up for volunteering or something similar Carrie Bradshaw wasn't right about everything but she was right when she said this that the most significant relationship is the one you have with yourself because often we neglect that woman in the mirror we you know we do this especially as women we neglect ourselves we dismiss our needs we put others first we find ourselves people pleasing and being accommodating being a good woman and the media and society in particular encourage this idea but the truth is you already have the love of your life you already have the person you are going to be spending the rest of your life with that is yourself some concepts that I really held on to during my breakup was the first thing I saw a trend on social media which said go to war with the girl in the mirror and I loved that I thought yes if you can look back in a month's time four months time and not recognize this version of you because you have spent so much time healing getting centered and working out who you are and figuring out your values and your needs I think that's the most spectacular thing that could possibly happen because as you are right now is enough but imagine what life would look like and who would you be the best version of you what would she look like how would she act because the only difference between her and you is the decision to become her and you can you have that power so you need to claim that power back and there is no better time than during a breakup remember if it should have then it would have this was another concept that I really held on to. I do personally believe that things happen as they are meant to. And I see this as well now with former partners of mine that the people that they have chosen since are a lot more suited to them. So I would say hold on to the idea or just know in your heart that if it was meant to happen or if it still is meant to happen, then it will. You're not necessarily mourning the person you are with, 
but maybe you're mourning the future you envisioned for yourselves. This was another concept that I fell in love with, especially at the beginning of my breakup, because when you're in that dark place, when you have broken up with somebody, it's very easy to get caught up in all of their the good things about the relationship, the positives, and also to hold on to the great memories that you made, forgetting that actually if it were that great, you would still be together. So what I would say is you're probably not mourning or grieving them. You're grieving the fact that you built this idea, this future in your mind that you were going to have with them that you're no longer going to have. One quote I love is by Rodan, and it's, those who don't believe in magic will never find it. And for me, what this means is you will get out of life what you put in. So you attract whatever you are putting out there. So if you are putting out this positive, empowering energy and you're focusing on yourself and you're asking yourself, who could I be after this breakup? Who could I be on the other side of this breakup? If you are sticking to that and you are following maybe a vision board or a mood board and you are empowering yourself, this is going to create an entire domino effect in other areas of your life and it is going to come back to you. Be the love that you're looking for in the world. I love as well saying to people, if you can't find the sunshine, be the sunshine. Why not just be the sunshine anyway? This is an exciting new chapter for you. I'm excited for you. So keep holding on to the vision of who do you want to be on the other side of this. Thank you for listening to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. I am your host, Scarlett V. Clark, award-winning founder and CEO of Smart Girl Tribe, the UK's number one female empowerment organization, host of this top-rated podcast, the Smart Girl Tribe podcast, and author. You are my community, my family, so come and follow along for more female empowerment and personal development in our private Facebook group, the Smart Girl Tribe Society, or on Twitter or Instagram at Smart Girl Tribe.